Actually, while we're on the topic, every time you start talking, I hear it like it's it's actively muting your background sound, and then it comes on. Huh. You, you a mean noise it, suppression thing? It comes on without me talking. No, as soon as you start talking, I I hear you, but then I also hear also all the hear background. the noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have this noise filter turned off, although of course that's not going to be captured in the recording anyway. Um, yeah, is mine doing the same thing? Like when I talk, does it come on with background noise too, or does it sound pretty much the same? I'm not really getting any background noise from you i heard a little bit of flute earlier but there's no other Mm -hmm. noise otherwise are you using the noise suppression by crisp yeah that's oh you are using that yeah what if you turn that off let me see Uh, okay i turned it off now let's see what it does that's a lot better for me it's better oh okay i mean i don't really care either way (laughs) Yeah, cause I yeah now it doesn't seem like every time it was like I could hear like the um um come on like uh-huh. in the background, but now I just I don't even hear it. Huh. Well, so. unfortunately, I think the hum is going to be in the recording. <sighs> maybe it's maybe it's because this software is taking up so much processing power. You got like Logic going, got video chat and other stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I tried to shut down everything else, but it just gets all hot and bothered. This computer is old. It is like, let's see here. Uh, It's a late 2012 model. I don't think I bought it in 2012, though, but no, it sounds about right. Yeah, it's probably about seven years old. Hmm. But yeah. And the thing that frustrates me, I mean, apart from being able to like easily get in there and upgrade the parts is that uh, it's, it's hard to clean it out, you know, with a like a big PC tower, you can kind of take off this, that side panel and then get a can of air in there and just clean everything out. So I'm sure this would be a lot better if I could just pop off the back of it and and dust it, but I can't. So that's true. I thought about just at least, I mean, I should do this with my MacBook, just like uh, pop some air into the right under the screen Mm -hmm. where the vents are. I've heard that a vacuum cleaner is good. If you've got a strong, like uh, one of those little small nozzles for the vacuum cleaner mm-hmm. attachment, um, uh, Josh's wife, uh, she uh, works at the Apple store. I don't know what her role is. She's like manager, head genius or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and I was asking about this and, and she suggested, yeah, you, you get like a nozzle from your vacuum and you hold it right up to the fan and s- try and suck out any of the dust that might be better Mm -hmm. than blowing inward but i don't know that's true yeah yeah well anyway so how how old is your mac um i think it's like seven years old it has been quite a champ and you know apart from the the fan noise or whatever it does get kind of worked up but it still works pretty smoothly I mean, it's able to run Catalina. I'm running Logic right now and Discord. Um, mm-hmm. I use it as my uh, Plex server, so it's it's pretty good. I feel like, but um, I I finally I don't know if I told you this. I finally got a new computer. I was like on the fence about it, and oh, I oh you bought it. I placed my order. Yeah. Wow. Over- I've been, I have a I have a window open right now in Chrome. <laughs> with the Apple, the Apple education pricing. Yep, that's what I did um, too. And I, but now I can't decide, Rob, if I should get a uh, an iMac or a MacBook Air, and maybe you can help me decide because sure. uh, I can tell you my situation. Yeah, um, let's see so your my current uh, situation, your use case, and all that. Uh, I'll, I'll quickly say what I bought. I got sure, yeah, it's good. I got a an. 27 inch iMac um and when you're on that page you click on 27 inch and then you have those three options i i went through it for me personally it bothered me that they have those three options because Uh, yeah because when you're in that page it also has these little upgrade things like do you want the faster cpu do you want more uh ram or a bigger hard Mm -hmm. drive 
and I was trying to figure out, okay, well, what's the difference between the low, the middle, and high? And I, I put it all into a spreadsheet, <laughs> and <laughs> figured out that basically the only difference is though, if you do like the medium or the high or whatever, those are just upgrades already baked into it. You're not getting any discount or anything. Um, um, but also the lower models, you can only upgrade so much. So for example, right. if I pick the middle tier iMac, um, uh, mm -hmm. I cannot get the two terabyte solid state drive. If you click on the, the most expensive of the iMac options, all of a sudden that is something that you can add to your upgrade list. But then you have to have, I guess the minimum processor you can have is the, so you couldn't. So let me put it this way: you couldn't get the the three point one six core uh, i five processor with a two terabyte solid state drive because that would be the middle option with the elite right. uh, drive. But you so you'd have to have the the upgraded processor in order to have the upgraded right. drive so that's kind of when you BS. click on those different <laughs> tiers it yeah basically it rolls in some of the upgrades in the base price so the reason you know that one costs more is they've already upgraded the processor on your behalf basically yeah yeah um, this just seems like another reason for me not to like apple <laughs> <laughs> that like why can't i get uh, a three gigahertz six core processor three or three gigahertz six core i5 processor with two terabyte fusion drive like or with not fusion drive but the solid, solid state, state yeah i don't know yeah why not um i thought i didn't know that they i'm not looking at it right now so i don't remember but i didn't know yeah. that they upgraded the processor in between each one personally i if i'm gonna pay more for a computer i definitely want the processor upgraded anyway um yeah. But yeah, they don't they don't give you the full customization there. So well, what I did was I picked the the highest end one, uh, mm -hmm. and I upgraded that processor. So it right a few so hundred bucks. I nine. Yeah, the eight core processor, uh -huh. and um, skip the RAM because you can buy that on Amazon for like pennies. Oh, is that true? Okay, this yeah, is yeah, good yeah. advice already, Rob. So, yeah, yeah. so you just kept it at eight gigs of RAM. So I, yeah, I looked this up, and it's kind of interesting. If you were to, up, let's say you're, you know, you want to put a thousand dollars on that RAM, thousand dollars upgrades you to sixty-four gigs of RAM in the iMac, and apparently it can't. The motherboard can read up to one hundred and twenty-eight gigs. So if you get oh. third-party RAM, you can go even twice that twice the maximum that apple gives you and the price for 128 gigs of ram cards on amazon is around like mm -hmm. six or seven hundred dollars oh so and it's 900 for 64 on... yeah <laughs> so i left yeah. i left the ram at the bottom eight gigabytes um because i plan to upgrade that myself that is the yeah. only component in IMAX that you can upgrade. You can flip open this little panel in the back and swap out the cards. That's actually what I did on this iMac I have right now. You know, it's a pretty old computer, um, and it had, I think, four gigs of RAM, and I boosted it up to 64. So right now I've got nice. 64 gigs on it. Yeah, and I'm looking at, like, 64 help. gigs of RAM for, like, $148. Yeah. On some stuff, like... So, so could how many slots are there? There's four. Know? Okay, yeah. so there's going to be one eight already in there, and but you could just buy two sixty four sticks and stick them in and take the eight out. Is that how that works or no? Typically, RAM comes in pairs, so oh, uh, I, I don't know what it'll be, but I'm oh, assuming it'll be it'll I be see. two um two four gig cards in the base model to add up to eight total. Um, so you could add. You could buy two 32 gigs, and you could do 64 plus 8, which would give you um, 72, right? So you, you could yeah. have an odd uh, 72 gigs of RAM if you left those uh, 8 gigs in there. Um, but yeah, I actually might do that myself. I might, instead of going insane with 128 gigs of ram which just sounds kind of fun i might get two two of those 32 cards in two slots and uh yeah. and then if i want more later i'll add another um get a 64 or, yeah. or two more yeah 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 for a total of one because you can't yeah. go yeah you can't yeah. go past uh so anyway uh, 
just to keep moving down the specs, unless you had a question sure. about the RAM. I do. I do have more questions about RAM. Um, is there something specifically I should be looking for in the RAM uh, to make sure I'm not getting like some like it's like 128 gigs or it's 64 gigs, but it's like maybe not as good a quality? Is there something I should look for? Um, I am actually in the process of researching that myself in terms of quality. I know that there's you know certain people like certain brands a little bit better like Corsair is a well-known brand that does RAM um, mm-hmm. I think the important thing if anyone is actually listening to this podcast instead of a <laughs> instead of a five-minute YouTube video <laughs> um, for information I would say critically important is to look at the specs of the specific iMac each iMac edition you know the one I have right now is going to be different than the one that I just bought in terms of the motherboard and um, what type of type of ram card it will accept so there's the number mm-hmm. of pins and there's um i think the frequency that it operates at and the ddr you know ddr2 ddr3 so that mm-hmm. type of stuff is important to look for um once you get of course you don't have to understand what any of that means i certainly don't you just want to make sure that the numbers match that it's identical to apple's specs and then you know it'll work on your computer um but yeah beyond that i haven't figured out you know if there's a particular you know maybe this one's a little bit more expensive does that mean it's going to be better i think if you think about it you know the specs are the specs if it says it's going to give you 64 gigs of ram it's not like you're going to buy one and get 60 62 (laughs) um but the there could be some subtle differences in how efficient it is um you might get some different like power efficiency in terms of like how much power it's consuming um yeah well i see like the the speed the speed the 2666 megahertz right um is that you want to make sure uh, that matches Right, but but Apple also sells. I mean, they go from some of them are only. I guess all the twenty-seven inch ones are twenty-six sixty-six, but some of the twenty-one point five inch ones are just. Um, I saw they were lower. Twenty-four hundred, uh, twenty-one thirty-three. So some of them right. are a little lower. So I guess I'm not sure uh, what the impact of that is, but that's just in terms of compatibility like you couldn't buy those cards and put them in the 27 inch iMac you know what I mean yeah now if you're asking like is the RAM on that one better than the other one I don't I don't really know I think you'll you'll notice different aspects about the computer more than you would the the RAM you know like the the processor in the 21 inch versus the 27 inch is going to be more noticeable than the types of RAM probably mm-hmm um so you have to think about it in the complete package perspective. One little asterisk, though, I unless they are changing this, I heard that the 21-and-a-half-inch models, they don't have a door in the back that let you upgrade the RAM. They don't. They don't. So if, you, if you're interested in, like, buying your own RAM aftermarket or whatever, or in the future, the 27-inch is the one you want to get. Oh, man. Okay, well, it says, okay... This also, I would not buy a 21-inch right now, even if you were in love with it, because uh, the rumors, and I was just reading all this before I committed tons of money to it, uh, mm-hmm. is that there's a they're coming out with a 23-inch model. So they're, they're going to oh, get rid of that 21-inch. They're going to reduce the bezel on the side, kind of imagine like the new iPads where it's are full up to the edges, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to give you a 23-inch uh, display at a lower price i think or maybe not lower price Uh, might be a bigger screen for the current 21 price yeah um yeah so anyway let me i feel (laughs) wrap up all all that i bought and then we can talk about your use cases and what you're interested in yeah 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 okay um so i got the 27 inch with the upgraded processor and uh because i want to foolproof it you know it is a lot of money but in general like this thing's been around for seven years still working great if if i had this thing you know for another seven or eight years i want to make sure that that processor doesn't feel sluggish and outdated so went all in on the processor options and um skipped the ram i'll buy that later i went all in on the internal drive um 
I can buy more external storage, but I want the insides to at least be super fast. So mm-hmm. um, I will say I've had no complaints about my Fusion Drive. A lot of people kind of shit on the Fusion Drive because it's a combination of solid and hard drive. Uh-huh. Um, some people said that they, you know, fail or bug out or whatever. I've had, again, I've had this for seven years, had no errors or issues with data loss. Uh, One instance, which was me fucking it up, uh, trying to install a beta operating system. (laughs) (laughs) So the Fusion Drive has been fine, but I'm full aware that if you go full solid state, you're going to get that speed. Just like when you click on your smartphone, you know, it's got a full solid state. It it takes a second Mm -hmm. for it to start up or, or the new laptops. So I want that for my desktop. So I went for the two terabyte solid state. Um, which is pretty expensive, but I just know like two terabytes, like in a couple of years, is going to be nothing in terms of storage. We're going to have, you know, 4k, 5k video and all that. Mm -hmm. You're going to have more shit to fill up your drive. So I went all in on that and, um, try to remember what are the other options? I think that was it in terms of graphics card. Oh, graphics card. I, I really wanted to upgrade to that other graphics card because it's a beast, but the Pro Vega one? The Pro Vega, but I, um, the one that is already in the high-end Mac is mm-hmm. already quite a bit better than the previous graphics cards they've been using. So that's one where I did decide to save my money. And let's say okay. worst-case scenario in you know three or four years, it's feeling outdated. Um, external GPUs are now a thing, so you can buy a pretty sick graphics card that sits on your desk, and you plug that oh. in. Oh. Yeah. I had no idea. I just learned about this. Well, I guess I heard about it a year ago, but I'm really kind of seeing it come into focus uh, more recently as kind of a more common accessory people can get if they're really into gaming or whatever. Um, you can have a this extra GPU give you some backup. And um, the nice thing about the new Macs are the Thunderbolt 3 uh, ports uh, have massive data speeds, so... That means you can have an external GPU and you're not going to lose, um, you know, a lot of that in be- going in and out of the computer. So the transfer mm-hmm. rates are pretty good. So I got that for like 3300 or 3400 I think, all said and done, um, which is insanely expensive. I think this iMac was 2300 about $1,000 less. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I happened to get some stock from my job which comes in like one lump sum and so i'm just oh nice i you know i i do a big purchase whenever that happens like i got you know my 4k tv a couple years ago uh when that came through and um for me with uh with technology my perspective is it's painful but try and put as much money as i possibly can into it because it'll you know kind of start to get outdated over time so the more money i can put into it now the the longer it will feel like a quality computer um i don't i don't really go budget when it comes to computing and uh then i also got an ipad air for mary because her uh, ipad screen cracked she had the ipad pro from a couple years ago before they did the redesign and uh i was gonna do an ipad pro for her sort of a side comment about the iPad Pros. Everyone is loving them, but if you get that Pro with the fancy new magic keyboard that it snaps onto, it mm-hmm. costs more than buying an iPad Air and a MacBook Air. So I got Mary an iPad Whoa. and a laptop. I got her the MacBook Air as well uh, for Dang. for less than the iPad Pro. I think it was like 1300 total. Yeah. Dang. So, yeah. <laughs> Big purchases you lately. T- wait. You got a... Oh, I see the iPad Air. Okay, yeah. So, you got, like, the, the bottom line MacBook Air. Yeah, the 999. And, like, education pricing, probably. Yeah. So, Actually, yeah. I think I threw in the extra RAM on that uh, mm-hmm. MacBook Air, but apart from that, I did that. Yeah, and I, all of this is at the education pricing, because it's, you know, for Mary, who's a student. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> um... So that's, well, that's me. Cool, I Rob. bought like, you know, that's one awesome. of each. <laughs> and now just so we can compare, what do you use your 
your uh, desktop for primarily? Or like so, what, what are all your use cases? Yeah, I've always been kind of a desktop person um, just because I prefer more power and speed. Um, and I also typically get a laptop from my job. So whatever job I have, you know, you go from company to company. When, when you start your job, they, you're like, here's your work computer, um, which they, uh, you know, they don't lock it down or anything. So you're free to use that for whatever you want if you bring it home. Um, but even on times when I bring it home or like right now I have it with me all the time and I'm never on the computer on the couch doing anything. Uh, sometimes I'll work on the couch, but, um, not for my personal time. I don't know why. Yeah. So I primarily use the desktop for, uh, audio editing, podcasting, stuff like that, or just surfing the web, uh, managing all my media server goodness. Um, and stuff like that. I think the, the kind of, I don't really think about it too much, but a nice feature is that it's always on. So it's hmm. just always running. If I need um, if I need to stream something from my TV or from my phone or whatever, it's like this little command center I can dial into um, and my files are always accessible, you know, like your own private Dropbox. Um, so mm -hmm. it's great to have something that's just plugged in permanently to the wall. Um, and it's it's got a big screen to boot, so that's nice. And uh, it doesn't take up a lot of space like a tower PC would. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I I I usually tell people, you know, go for the desktop because you get more power out of it. Um, but I know that people love laptops, and laptops are pretty much the most common type of form factor now. But at least for me, when I think about the times that I'm using a computer, even when I have a choice, I rarely kind of like pull out my laptop and hang out in the bedroom or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But that's just me. Yeah. And I'm not like a photographer or someone who needs to go and do stuff on location. Right, right. Um, now, but in terms of like all the power that you put into your computer, like what are you using on the computer mostly? I mean, I think for stuff that consumes most power, it's probably this audio editing. Um, mm -hmm. And I used to, I kind of gave up on, on it, but I used to do computer games. So uh, you could dual boot into Windows I was playing right. Age of Empires. We were talking about that. I had Age of Empires mm -hmm. on there for a little while. But, um, you know, that took like 30 gigs of my hard drive to partition over for Windows. And um, and even then, like the graphics, um, the graphics was fine for Age of Empires. But when I started downloading some other Steam games, uh, mm -hmm. it was having a little hard time keeping up. Um, so it's, okay. it's funny. You don't necessarily notice the age of your computer until you start to run games. Cause I think games are the most demanding of your processing power. Um, yeah. So yeah. And the GPU. Yeah, exactly. So I don't really yeah. play that many games on here and I'm kind of looking forward to when I get this new computer, like getting some sick looking like PC games and I can dual mm -hmm. boot. And because it's a solid state drive, I can flip back and forth between operating systems pretty quickly. Yeah, you know, you could get uh, you could get Elite Dangerous for the PC, <laughs> because could. that's that's where the real pros that play the game. That's where they all oh, use man. PC, and there's like a whole lot of peripherals and accessories for PC that can make it more immersive yeah. and stuff. Oh, I could get yeah. that joystick. That'd be sick. Yeah, you can get an X52, which they designed a joystick just for that game. <laughs> so it looks like whenever you're like in your cockpit in the game. You can yeah. like look down and see your hands. And uh -huh. so they designed the joystick and stuff to look exactly like it does in the game. Oh, wow. That's so cool. it's like a more of a immersive, immersive thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and, I'm excited uh, about Flight Simulator, too. Have you seen yeah. the, the new Microsoft Flight Simulator? It looks pretty sick, pretty realistic. So uh, I have seen some screenshots of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, you should. Uh, there you go. You can wait. So you can get it on. It's also way cheaper on computer usually because I think um, like you can get it through like Humble Bundle and stuff like that. And they oh, yeah. say it was like fifteen, fifteen to twenty dollars for the game and the expansion. It was like really cheap. Oh, um, nice. So 
Okay, well maybe I'll maybe anyway. I'll get into that. Yeah, I mean it's kind of a funny answer. Like, what are you going to do with your new iMac? Oh, I'm going to play PC games. But it, th- I think the cool thing is that you know if you have a powerful enough computer, that is no problem, um, and it's easy to fl- flip back and forth on that. Um, yeah, and you know maybe I'll also get some Mac games. Uh, the because there are some stuff through Steam that that work on Mac. Um, mm-hmm. The city uh, city skylines. It's like this city building simulator. It's pretty oh, fun. That's cool. I got it for Nintendo. It works great on my Nintendo. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, there is a certain point where like the city becomes pretty unwieldy. There's a lot of little details to go and like manage. So having mm-hmm. that on a desktop would be cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I may not need the processing power on a day-to-day basis, but I just like that it's there, especially, yeah. and like I said, in terms of media management, if I'm r- keeping this as an always-on server and, you know, I want to, like, stream some 4K video to my TV or whatever, this will be a lot faster. Uh, or if I need to to uh, do any video conversion, that's where it really kicks in, I think. Mm-hmm. Quick question about that, um, that we were talking about solid-state drives before. Um, is there such a thing that you can get an external solid state drive? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And are they just as expensive as they are getting like the kit? Like why, why put it on the inside of your Mac now versus connect one externally later? Um, mm. that might be cheaper. Cause I'm sure they're going to get, you know, year by year, they're going to yeah. get way cheaper. That's a good question. The way I rationalized it is um, the more I have on the internal, like that's the stuff I'll have no matter what. So I can mm-hmm. up, I can upgrade and add stuff on the outside, which I probably will. But the internal, you know, I'll need for the operating system. Again, if I want a dual boot, let's, mm-hmm. let's say I get really into uh, PC games, uh, 30 gigs mm-hmm. won't cut it. I might need to do, you know, half a terabyte or whatever, uh, right. par- partitioned off just for windows. Um, mm-hmm. so that will give me more room to, to grow into, uh, dual booting and it'll give me more room for, for other stuff that I just want to make sure is like with or without the external drive is going to be available to me. Um, right. You know, if you're backing up photos and, and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. honestly, you probably could do fine with just like a one terabyte or whatever the smaller option is and getting the mm-hmm. external. Uh, but um, because now the Thunderbolt cables are super fast, you won't lose any speed. I did find when I was yeah. trying, I was trying to price that out, actually, they're really expensive right now. The... Um, not solid state in and of itself, but solid state with Thunderbolt. So, um, what the hell? Alexa said something. Um, <laughs> you, uh, again, this is probably 50% talking out my ass, but uh, from what I understand <laughs> is uh, you you could get a solid state external drive, which is going to be more expensive than a hard drive, of course. But even then, if you're running it through a USB connection, like USB 2 or USB uh, 1 or whatever, then yeah. it's going to have that slower data speed. So it might be a really snappy solid state, but the bottleneck will be the cable. Right, um, yeah. And if you want to get that full firehose data stream of that Thunderbolt 3 that the iMac and I think the MacBook Pro has, then... Um, you need a drive that supports that. <clears throat> and unfortunately, when you go on Newegg or Amazon or even Apple and you filter by just the hard drives that support Thunderbolt 3 um, mm-hmm. or USB-C, it, the prices just are insane. Like it's a few hundred bucks, I think, for half a terabyte. Um, oh, man. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. And that's a transfer rate. Now... Granted, Hopefully that'll come down in the next year once, yeah, you know. Yeah, that stuff always comes down, and storage always goes up, and um, and transfer speed may not be the most important thing. Again, it depends on what you're doing. So if I want to have a really cool media server, I want to make sure I can always stream my music or movies or something from my computer to another device, and... Mm-hmm if I got a small internal drive and I'm relying on my external drive to, to keep all of those media files, 
that's where you want to have a pretty decent transfer speed so you can lickety split, get it from the external back onto your internal and then off to the Wi-Fi. Um, right. Now, if it's just like backup, you're keeping, you know, your last 20 years of pictures or, uh, you know, Im important files and, you know, stuff like that, uh, or even like projects, uh, you could probably keep all of that on the external and then just selectively drag them to your, you know, desktop when you want to edit uh, a big movie file or something like that. Yeah, so right. Trans right. Transfer speed may not always be important, but for my purposes, and if, if I want to have like a pretty nice lickety split uh, serving system, I want to make sure that I have really good transfer speed. So yeah. for now, and I'm going to do internal. Yeah. yeah, and if transfer speed's not that important, you probably don't necessarily need to get the solid state. Either. Yeah, that's totally true. Right. You're going to feel the solid state the most in terms of your your boot up time, you know, when you hit power and how long it takes to load and log you in and grab all those, you know, different apps that you have installed. Um, right. So, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and uh, one last question on that. Can do you know, can you boot to an external drive? Like I don't. If you installed Windows on a on a uh, yeah. external drive is that even possible <laughs> can you boot to that I've, instance of windows i've done that in the past when i was in college so like 10 years ago so it is possible okay yeah or i don't know if they've changed it i would yeah, say i i wouldn't recommend it because mm -hmm. uh, it's just slow it's you know um especially oh, I see. maybe processors are better now but you know running a different operating system in general seems to also take a lot of power. So mm -hmm. I don't know if you're trying to run a different operating system and it's living on another drive, it's going to be uh, a lot slower, but yeah, you can definitely do that. I know, you know, people have an entire computers on their, um, I don't know why I'm holding my phone on a USB <laughs> thumb, thumb drives. You can plug it in and run a whole computer off of that. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so it's possible, but for performance, it's not the best. So, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put you know Windows 10 and Elite Dangerous on an external hard drive and then run it off of that. It would be probably way too slow. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, what are you well, thinking about for a, a what what brought you to the idea that you need to get a new computer? Uh, do you have like an old laptop or something? Yeah, so I have, um, even though I bought it in 2014, I have an early 2013 MacBook Pro Retina, mm -hmm. um, 15 inch, it's got a 2.4 gigahertz quad core i7, um, so not too bad on the processor, really, Yeah. but it's getting older, um, it's got 8 gigabytes of RAM, um, and it's only got a 256 solid state. Um, so hmm. the issue is that lately I've been using, um, FL studio, which is fruity loops and trying to do some like electronic music, like learn how to do that. And mm -hmm. whenever I play almost anything out of it, I get, just get all kinds of crackles because it's overusing the CPU. Now that could also be, I mean, I think if I wiped this computer totally and just installed FL studio that the CPU would be able to handle it. But I think it's just that like the running that in addition to like the base stuff that I usually have open, like Chrome or um, which Chrome I know is kind of a hog um, mm -hmm. or just like any other background things like, you know, a background like uh, backups, uh, like cloud backup system and just like my password thing running in the background like it just it, it is always running so it's clipping and and whenever it's whenever you use too much processor you hear all this crackle poppy sounds while it's going on oh, so that's okay. not really great for for making music hearing yeah. all that junk in there all the time so i thought okay well you know maybe it's time it is a seven-year-old computer now yeah we're uh, kind of in the laptop. same boat i guess <laughs> yeah a seven-year-old laptop too um now, so here's why, and, and I was just going to get a new uh, MacBook Air because I was, like, looking through it. I was like, I think this is going to be fine, you know, like, 
Like I, mean, I did definitely probably better than what you have. Money. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to spend a bunch of money on a MacBook Pro, because um, I thought like, well, most of the time I'm not using it for such intense purposes. And then I had the idea, well, I've got this old MacBook Pro that runs most of what I do all the time just fine and has uh, last year, I guess, had a motherboard replacement. So it might last a little while longer to be just my carry around, surf the net, write, you know, emails, like the normal stuff I do when I'm out and about. Yeah. So maybe I should just get a desktop that's really powerful at home to do those things that I want that are hogs that that take a lot of uh, CPU and RAM and stuff. And maybe I don't need a laptop that can do all that. Like I'd... True. The only reason I could think of is that if I was doing a performance where I needed to have really solid playback, um, that then it would be useful to have a laptop. Yeah, I was wondering um, if you ever do performances where... I, kn- I think it was you who was telling me about this but it seemed way too complicated for me to figure out but with um like cycling 64 and and max and that type of software where you can do kind of like this uh, like generate stuff on the fly based on different inputs uh where like you can play music and it'll generate different lighting effects and stuff that sounds really cool Mm -hmm. but that also seems probably pretty processor uh you know uh heavy (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That's like Max MSP and Jitter and some stuff like that that runs with Max. And I, you know, I'd like to say that I would use it a lot. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't really gone down that road. And I would, I, I don't know if it's worth spending all the money because I might do that. I don't know. Um, if I do any of that stuff, I'm definitely going to need someone else to work with me on it. And they're probably going to have that stuff. And, I don't know. Like, I'd rather make that big investment because I'm going to do a big project and I know I'm going to need it. And then I'm like, okay, I'll buy this other MacBook for that. And maybe even like my percussion group would pay for some or all of that, you know, as like an investment for doing performances. Um, Yeah. So anyway, um, that's what made me start thinking about the the desktops Hmm. and... One Let's, of the things that's tricky about it is that I didn't know all that stuff about the 21 inch, 21 and a half inch, not being mm. able to upgrade the RAM. Although it says, it does say on here, configurable up to 32 gigabytes, just like it does on the 27 inch. Hmm. But, um, but I could see Apple doing this. See my distrust of Apple, even though I like their products in general, <laughs> um, yeah. I could see them not allowing you to do that. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the some RAM. of the stuff you just told me about um, makes me want to get the 27, but that's like way more money than I was planning on spending. What's the price I think difference? I had, um, let's see. It, even well, if you know, were because all the like, options are so weird. Well, I'd say like the... look at the even look at the low end 27 inch. It's probably going to be better than the high end. 21 well i mean you could upgrade that's true i mean they basically walk it up like by a couple hundred dollars every so there's like the base 21.5 and then the medium and then the high and then the base 27 and each one of those works up a couple hundred dollars oh i see Um, so the 27 starts at 1700 bucks yeah yeah but you get you get a bigger monitor because it's also your computer monitor too so you get bigger monitor you get 5k display although 4k Mm -hmm. is pretty good um yeah and you only get 4k though though here's the other thing i guess on the low end 21 and a half inch you don't get a 4k display uh oh you're right it doesn't mention that yeah it's kind of poopy yeah it's just a 1920 by 1080 it's a 1080 it's an Iris Iris Plus graphics card, so that's like a laptop graphics card, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The the even the middle ground twenty one inch, you move up to the Radeon graphics cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I think you'd be good with the middle, with that middle twenty one inch, but 
uh, it depends on how badly you need it because I just heard um, if you um, go to Mac Rumors, I've been checking mm-hmm. that website a lot. Um, they have info about the leaks for the new iMac and the twenty three. Yeah, yeah. I was worried that they were gonna. People are talking about there's gonna be a big redesign, like the shape of the iMac in general, the style mm-hmm. of it hasn't changed for you know like ten years. It seems like so. Uh, there are rumors that that was going to all change this year. And that, I don't know. I haven't heard anything else about that. I've just seen that the 21 inch is going away and they're going to bump that up to a 23 inch. So if mm-hmm. I were in the market for a smaller iMac, um, <clears throat> the uh, they're all expensive, but I'll say the more affordable iMac, I would almost want to wait until I could get that 23 inch because you'll probably get more for that similar price range. Um, yeah. But, but for sure. me, I was like, all right, I got this you know, big bonus from work coming in, and I want to like mm-hmm. throw a ton of money at the computer. Getting a fully loaded 27-inch, um, I don't think they're going to release anything this year that would change that. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. As far as the laptops go, now back to your laptop debate. Uh, the MacBook mm-hmm. Air, they just updated that a month ago. Right. So that's brand new off of the line um, specs. Of course, being an Air, it's not a powerful computer. Um, you know, it's kind of in the name. It's meant to be light. It's it's beautiful. It's it's small. It's light. You can take it anywhere. It's almost like an iPad, but you've got the full Mac operating system, which is what Mary w- really was excited for. Some of this medical stuff she uses. Um, it's, it's web based, but it still doesn't work great on a touch display. So she needs Mm -hmm. a, like a desktop operating system to use that. Um, and then apart from that, you know, she's just doing regular like email and notes and stuff. Um, but if you were doing, I don't know, like you said that, you know, a performance with some, you know, on the fly visual generation (laughs) based on device inputs and stuff, I don't know if a MacBook Air would be able to power that but yeah probably better I than mean, what you I, have now <laughs> yeah i agree i also think that you know the the desktops are not particularly they're not like moving a, a computer tower and monitor and everything it's like you could feasibly i think take your desktop if you were doing a big performance mm-hmm. like, like we're that. already moving a load of percussion gear so like why not just take the computer <laughs> yeah and set it up and do it you know use it too it's not i mean it'd be kind of funny having a 27 inch computer (laughs) i wonder if i have pictures but but, um back in college i we had a a mac user group that's how i met a lot of my friends uh Mm -hmm. mike and josh uh at that apple user group and Mm -hmm. everyone would bring their laptops because everyone got a fucking MacBook for college. And uh, and we'd hang out and we'd talk about cool apps because also this was like the Mac revolution. So everyone was new to Mac basically and we're used right. to Windows. They're so like, oh, what's a cool app for this and what's a cool app for that? Um, and uh, I would box up my iMac, <laughs> the, the biggest <laughs> dork, and I unloaded the iMac and I because it just has one cord and I just plugged it into the wall and I sat in the corner with my desktop computer (laughs) because I could, I thought it was the coolest thing. Like the whole computer is just built into this monitor. So if you're okay carrying a monitor, then there you go. (laughs) So yes, it is possible. And I have done it. Um, (laughs) don't know if I would do that anymore, but, uh, yeah, if I had a show, I probably would. And people pack up their giant keyboards and stuff. Why not? Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's that. So that doesn't really bother me too much. Um, I do have a question here about the uh, the turbo boost on the processors. What on earth does that mean, Rob? Took me a while to figure that one out too. Um, I, it seems like a gimmick, right? Like it, it, it does. sounds like a gimmick. It, it kind of is, probably. Um, basically, so. What I thought it was is like overclocking. Back in the day on Windows, you you know, you have all this control of the, the hardware. You could go in, and as a gamer, I would try and overclock my PC where you turn it up a couple extra percent. You risk, you know, introducing too much heat because you're running it too much, but you can overclock it and get a little more power out of it. 
Um, and that was a very manual kind of techie thing to do. This is not that. Apparently, the specs you see is sort of the normal operating conditions. So mm -hmm. the 3.6 gigahertz or whatever. What it means by turbo boost is it will go temporarily into that high gear when it's needed. So if you, you know, are doing some video editing or whatever, got a whole bunch of stuff going on, then it will be operating at that speed. It's not like a button you can flip on and off. Um, mm -hmm. It just responds to the demand. So it means it has a little bit more flexibility. Honestly, I wouldn't even call it turbo boost because that's yeah kind of gimmicky. I would just say that's the speed your processor can go up to. So if it says four gig gigahertz turbo boost, then just say it's a four gigahertz processor. And I, you know any processor yeah. will be running at lower performance if it's not needed. You know if you mm -hmm. just have Safari open or whatever, <laughs> you're not going to be you know using all cores or anything. Right. I wonder if whenever you pass that three point six gigahertz threshold, if that's like when all the like heat management kicks on, so you might start hearing yeah, fans and. Because yeah. I think I, I did watch a review about the air where they said like once they started doing so much stuff that the, the turbo boost kicked in and then the fan started and it was not super loud, but like that's clearly what it, uh, yeah, like it clearly had a threshold where it was switching and turning the fans on and everything to manage heat. But yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Okay. So, so man, have you decided? You talking... <laughs> no, I haven't decided. Uh, Although, like, man, the more I talk about this 27-inch one, the more I, like, want it. I just, like, <laughs> oh man, no, I, I just don't know. Like, even if I got it bare bones, I would, it would be about, oh, it's going to be over $2,500 with tax. Um, I thought it was uh, 16 bare bones, or was that the 21? I think that's the 21. Oh, that's okay. the, I mean, the 20, the high-end one, sorry, with the, because the, I think the processor is, like, I don't know. I feel like I should get that, like the bet. Like you're talking about the processor, and what I'm talking about is like my computer is chopping out because of processor concerns. Yeah, I mean, the so, it's like, the heart of the computer. That's that's what yeah. you're gonna feel the most. Um, you can add more memory, you can add more hard drive, but the processor is what it is. Um, and uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that much about hardware in terms of processors, but uh, I do feel like it's more important to look at the number of cores than, you know, if it's three, 2.3 versus 3.0 gigahertz. Um, so I don't know. That's that's why I went for the upgrade on mine to uh, go from 6 to 8. But, you yeah. know, going from 4 to 6, you're going to feel a huge upgrade as well. So why are the cores more important? I mean, I just think of it as these are the number of available units it has to run on. So basically, mm. you're getting two extra pieces of a processor. The I'm not I don't really know how much this gigahertz, how much the frequency comes into play. Um, I remember for a yeah. long time we were always tracking like the higher and higher gigahertz, and then I heard someone m mention that we've reached kind of peak processing where like mm -hmm. the the gigahertz don't really matter that much anymore but you know people like you and me if we don't really understand the hardware that much about how it works all we have to go on are the numbers <laughs> you can't help but compare a 2.3 to a 3 um but i don't know for, for what it's worth i've kind of been interested in the number of cores i feel like if there are you know, four cores, six cores, or eight cores available to me, then the more the merrier. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if you do, yeah. if you do the 27 inch, that should allow you to upgrade the RAM in the future. And uh, the, the base one seems to be pretty good You'd, for 1700 in the education store. Um, and I don't know how this works or if this is already included, but couldn't you also do a tax write-off? So if it's for work well, or for school or whatever, say that's, you know, an expense. Yeah, I definitely would. Um, but that's only that, a couple hundred You bucks. would probably depreciate it over a few years at this price range, maybe. Um, although, I don't know. I'm sure you could do it both ways. You could probably do it as a big one-time write-off or... Mm -hmm. um, or depreciate it, but 
Do you just write off yeah. the sales tax or do you write off the entire price? No, you write off the entire price and it deducts oh, okay. it from your uh, income <clears throat> for the year. Oh, okay. I was thinking like if it charges you $200 in sales tax, then maybe you get that $200 back later. I haven't no. I haven't written off yeah. purchases before because I don't have a business or anything. Uh, I don't know. No, you'll always pay the sales tax unless you're a nonprofit. And I don't want to okay. buy it with my nonprofit because then it belongs to the nonprofit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you could you could write off some of this, you know, in terms of... Uh, oh, I could definitely write it off as yeah. uh, almost exclusively for my work. Um, yeah, so maybe this one wouldn't be so bad. I mean, I was just reading through their little uh, which processor is right for you thing. And it was, uh -huh. you know, saying like, the six core can handle like, um, like a heavy duty workflow. Um, so like, oh, I'm cool. assuming what they mean there is like <clears throat> running, you know, some kind of video processing or video, um, editing, but then the, the eight core one could handle multiple, it can use, uh, dual threading. I think it said, so it could like basically, I, I don't know it could handle two large scale jobs at once is what it was saying like you could Damn. maybe be like export I, I, you know, maybe like processing sound and processing video simultaneously i don't know like exactly what that means but um, yeah so I that's kind of what i mean is so like that. with the number of cores is like a n number of helpers so you know the whereas the the speed I don't, I don't know. I'm just talking out my ass. But the speed that it goes is the speed that it goes. But if you have, you know, six helpers versus eight helpers, then, you know, you're going to get more, more done multitasking. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't want anyone listening to try and go broke over a computer. I think just in general, uh, as much as you're comfortable putting into it, you know, probably the, the better if you are doing stuff like, you know, this artistic stuff where you're doing a lot of processing, generating sound or video, um, or playing games even. But if it's just, you know, the device to check your mail and all that, then of course you don't need any of that. <laughs> mm hmm Yeah, that's true. Um... Yeah, I was trying to think if there's any other thing on here that I was curious about. Oh, do you know, are all the 27-inch iMacs upgradable uh, RAM-wise? With the RAM? Yeah. So it's it's the same. It's the same computer, the same uh, external so, appearance. Mm -hmm. So upgradable to 128 gigs. Yeah. They, don't, they only say 64 on the website, but it goes up to 128. Yeah, like I don't understand why this in this low, the first model... It doesn't even let you go above 32 gigabytes. It's like, why? Oh, uh, really? I haven't even yeah, looked at that. Why wouldn't they want you to stick 64 gigs in it if you want to pay for it? If you want to pay them $1,000 or whatever. Yeah, like, let's let's see here. I'm just looking at it now. Yeah. Uh, oh, you can only go up to a terabyte of storage. And yeah, only up mm -hmm. to 32. It's like they're just trying. I think yeah, it's a marketing know. thing, right? They're just trying to lead you into getting the more expensive. It stuff. could be. Yep. And this would be something to Google later in terms of like aftermarket, you know, maybe it can support more. I do know that the, you know, the memory cards are dependent on the motherboard. And so it might actually have a different motherboard and it might mm -hmm. not be able to read that much RAM. Um, so I don't know how that works. Yeah. Um, does it say... It doesn't really tell anything about the motherboard. It's a typical yeah. Apple thing, right? They don't want you to know too much. Right. I was just <laughs> seeing if they had... Um, oh, it looks... Oh, wait. I'm looking at the 27-inch iMac. <laughs> um, I'm on the 20... By the way, in case you're shopping and you're looking at the gallery, the 21-inch iMac actually shows you 27-inch pictures because I was looking at the back of it to see if it lets you add memory. <clears throat> um, all right. Oh, I think like this... <laughs> uh, podcast is Stupid. uh sufficiently boring everyone <laughs> we're literally <laughs> shopping online and recording this i'm, I'm probably true. gonna cut half of this but um that's fine <laughs> sorry for uh taking i us mean down that this route. is the kind of conversations that i like to have but i don't i don't know if this is gonna be any good for a podcast <laughs> 
If it's not, then just don't don't do it. It's fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm happy uh, we had the conversation anyway. I want to hear about Elite Dangerous and how that's going. Yeah, well, I think, you know, I don't have time to talk about too much of it now, probably, but uh, <laughs> you need to <laughs> you need to just get it, Rob. Here, we're going to cut all this, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let me go. I heard about Humble Bundle having Elite uh for really cheap for a computer look at this 8.99 what? hold on it will take me a couple months to get my computer because they have to anytime you do anything that is off spec you know like those mm -hmm. upgrades it adds yeah. about a month to your order oh that's true yeah. okay so you can well for pc you can get uh the base game for 8.99 and the horizons what you want to get uh, the expansion for eight ninety nine, so it's like mm. less than twenty dollars, um, off of Humble Bundle. Nice. And then, <laughs> Lee Dangerous PS Four. You just got to get it so that otherwise I'm gonna talk to you about it. You're not gonna know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, by that logic, um, you got to get Animal Crossing too. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I don't have any interest in Animal Crossing. <laughs> I didn't either until I owned game? it. <laughs> What do you even do in that game, Rob? So um, you'll have to listen to our recent episode with Josh, but um, I talk about that with him where, uh, without repeating too much, basically, I didn't know what the hell the game was about. I mean, you just walk around on an island and collect stuff uh, and look really cute, but the, the cuteness factor is what won me over. I wanted to, you know, meet all the cute little animals and um, since so many people were getting it, it felt like, well, I guess I could just do this in order to be like socially connected, um, you know, have people to mm -hmm. talk to on there. Um, it's a good multiplayer game. And then I got it and it's just like, it's kind of like Pokemon. I don't know if you remember the world before Pokemon and then like when you get Pokemon, you just get sucked in. Uh, like the Game Boy game Pokemon yeah. or like the Pokemon Go? Uh, like the Game Boy game, like when we were kids, yeah. It's just like, at first, just like, well, I what what is this game about? You just battle your pets or whatever. I don't get it. And um, But then <laughs> once you start it and you're like, well, shit, I got to catch them all. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, well, shit, I got to catch them all. <laughs> And you just kind of consumed by this quest. <laughs> and uh, and then once you do have them, you want to like level them up and all that. Um, so this game is not Pokemon, but it does have that, that kind of quality to it of, um, you know, there's like, you can uh, find, you have to go to different people's islands because everyone has a different like flora and fauna. And so I'll, you know, fly over to Josh's island or Chris's island. And, uh, you know, Josh, I went over, he has tulips on his island. That was cool. So I, stole some of those and brought them back to my island and now i get different butterflies that are attracted by those tulips and so now i can collect the different butterflies and stuff and it's just like it's like super lowest key pokemon like if you could just like hang out and like collect bugs and uh go fishing and and try and catch all the different types of fish and stuff and there's a museum on your island so you want to like fill it up with one of everything um yeah like now professor that you say all this <laughs> i feel like we're kind of playing the same game like elite uh. dangerous is the same thing except it's space and you Ooh. like try to go to all as many planets and like explore as much as you can um i thought it was I about mean, you, I, building a super cool ship and like upgrading well it. there's there's that too um but it's it's a little bit the same. Like, there's not really a is there not really a goal of Animal Crossing? It's just like no, you just I mean, exist. Catch them all, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, that's kind of what Elite Dangerous is like. There's not a storyline. You kind of just decide what you want to get out of the game. Yeah. Um, and then you do it. And so, you can like, have right friends now, online yeah. that help you. That's true. You can even multi-crew, which is really cool. I mean, the two people can be in the same ship, operating different parts of the ship. Ooh, that's cool. Like, so you could have, like, just like in Star Wars, you could have a guy, like, in the Millennium Falcon and the laser thing, like, the... Yeah. The, like, at the turret. Like, you can uh -huh. have that. You do, can do, have do. somebody just running your lasers. 
your <laughs> weapons while you're flying around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. So we're playing the same game, but I think I'm just more attracted to space. Me too. <laughs> I don't why did I get Animal Crossing? <laughs> yeah, you should just get this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I said, I, I love Animal Crossing because it's it's cute. Um, it's it's neat how uh, it changes throughout the day, so it's synchronized with your time zone. So mm-hmm. if you log in at seven p.m., it's like the sun has set already on your island. If you log in in the morning, oh. it's like sunny and there's a bunch of butterflies around that you can catch. Different stuff shows up at different times. Also like Pokemon, by the way. Yeah. Um, and um, you know, sometimes it'll rain, sometimes it won't. Uh, and I've only had it for a couple of weeks, but apparently it also changes seasons. It matches your northern and southern hemispheres. So right now we're in spring here and in the game. Uh, but mm. if you you know play long enough, you'll see fall and winter, and I'm guessing you'll get different stuff at that bet that point as well. So that's yeah, kind of cool. Clever. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just a cute little simulation. But I love outer space and ships and like laser beams and stuff so i think it'd be really fun to like fly around earn some money upgrade and have like this beast of a spaceship someday and um if you had a whole bunch of friends you could like team up and fly together and i don't know take over Mm -hmm. some alien colony or whatever that'd be cool yeah i only wish we could play together rob yeah well uh all right i got a new computer you get a new computer and we'll just play on our new max (laughs) that's a possibility i suppose i feel like that'll take a lot of uh i have to well i guess you getting how how did you did you uh get windows um well how do you say it did you pay for windows (laughs) no I, i haven't gotten anything for the new computer yet i'll cross that bridge once i set it up yeah man this the discord app i have to say is it keeps filtering you sometimes like oh, i yeah? like sometimes you it cuts too. off some of what you say okay yeah i'm kind yeah, of ignoring annoying. that too maybe uh i thought discord would be good but i think in the long run um for the listener by the way we're, we we mm-hmm. we always do a video chat so we can see each other while we're talking and we were doing uh, FaceTime in the early episodes and then Zoom because everyone was using Zoom. And I was hoping that Discord, you know, would have better audio quality. So we switched over to that. Um, but it, it definitely does seem the longer that we're on here that it's like your video is getting all grainy and um, mine looks fine on, on my end. But um, right. the, the audio also kind of cuts out. I couldn't tell if that's bandwidth or if that's the noise filter. Yeah, I don't know for sure. But anyway, well, we'll try something else next time. I do want to see yeah. this. What was it called? Party Room? Is that the thing that you were telling me about? Or um, where you can like have a party? It's like a lower oh, key. Oh, House Party. House Party. Yeah, Is, yeah. How's the audio quality in that? Probably not great. <laughs> uh, Probably not that great. I don't know. I haven't really used it for that long of a duration. Just kind of like you pop in like, hey, how's it going? And then you pop out. Um. And yeah, again, listen, listen to the episode with Josh that I, I published before ours. Um, okay. we, we talk about all these different, uh, video chat platforms and what we think is, you know, missing or what the nice features are. Mm-hmm. So cool. yeah, I guess to kind of, uh, recap on that episode with Josh, since we basically landed on discord as the solution, maybe this is not the solution. I don't know. But we were talking more about things that you can drop in and out of smooth smoothly that it like mm-hmm. exists without you. So for example, with FaceTime or Google Hangouts, you gotta call someone. Right. Uh even with Zoom, you can have like a room that people can join, but you still have to uh you have to open it up yourself. You have to host it and then you get a link to share. Mm-hmm. So that's like one step more interesting than a FaceTime chat because now anyone with that link can drop in and say hi and participate. Um, But they all have to be user initiated. And then kind of like on the other end of the spectrum is house party where um, anyone can kind of just drop in and out. There is no room really. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then discord is kind of cool because it's like a chat room that's always on. So, you know, I could leave discord and then like, you could be hanging out and someone else could be in here chatting and like keep the conversation going. Um, and I think that's what we were 
talking about in that last episode is something that would give us that. So maybe this helps yeah. with that type of feature, but it seems like the video quality is not so great. And there's also probably a ton of people on it right now. Cause I mean, your home. video quality coming through to me is very good. So, oh, okay. hmm. um, I don't know, maybe it's a bandwidth thing. Yeah. I mean, my partner is also teaching, you know, using bandwidth here. So yeah, I'm plugged in the ethernet. Is, yeah. Oh, maybe our upload is a little stretched, um, because we're both uploading video but could be i don't know we'll have to uh figure that out later so things we can talk about soon rob are elite dangerous and then have you seen star trek discovery yes i just uh okay. well, not just but i finished it i haven't finished season one yet but it's at the point where it's taking a very strange turn and huh, i'm not sure how into it i am like my partner and i looked at each other after the last episode and we're kind of like Oh, we're going to have to deal with this for a while now. You probably know what part I'm talking about, maybe. But, I think. Um, maybe I... you can't remember, but I don't want to spoil it, I guess. I don't know if anyone cares. Which season? One, season? one or one. two? Oh, yeah. I honestly was not a big fan of season one, but uh, I'll have to go refresh my memory, and we could talk about that in another episode. Yeah. It does seem like it's trying to be very edgy. So Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that soon. I'll probably have finished good. it by the time, finished season one anyway, by the time we talk again. So Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, okay. well thanks, good uh, hanging out with you, even if it's a shitty episode, at least it's consistent. <laughs> <laughs> they, can't, they can't all be winners, you know? <laughs> yeah, you gotta just throw, throw some out there. Hopefully, you know, maybe someone else is considering a new computer and uh, this helps them out, or maybe... Uh, they have something totally different to recommend and can contact us about it. So send yeah, in your can, recommendations. Yeah. Maybe we can compare this to the, the Alan Watts episode. We'll have the, the most listened to episode and the least listened to episode. They'll both be <laughs> yeah. mine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, until next time. See ya. Yep. See you later. <laughs>